Welcome back to the Taproom Exclusive. I'm here with Corey Miller at Hansa Brewery. We are now on to the Black Flag Schwarz beer. And uh, for people who don't know, because it's a style that you don't see a lot, what is a Schwarz beer? Kind of talk a little bit about the style. So Schwarz in German just means black. So it's a black German lager. A lot of people come in and they're sort of intimidated by it just because they think it's going to be this high alcohol sweet full-bodied beer and we're like no it's it's just a it's like a black pilsner mm-hmm. so it's light easy drinking not overwhelming at all um the you know the darkness comes from a debittered roasted barley that's okay. just a little smoother and it's not adding like a in your face astringent bitterness or anything like that uh it, this is uh this is a really nice beer uh that's what uh, I'm drinking as well. Uh, that's what I was going to ask. You yep. got a nice, uh, nice glass of that there. Uh, and and what was the inspiration behind this? What you know, uh, you don't you, like you said, you don't see a lot of people doing it. So, what made you sit down and say this is this is something I want to do? Well, it's one of our year-round beers, and I I knew I needed something at the other end of the spe- of the spectrum versus the Kolsch, so I want something dark, and I, I saw this style, which actually I had never brewed before, so my first time was here on this big-ass oh, wow. system, yeah, and I knew it would work well, just being a darker beer, but still a lager mm. in German, and it's still sessionable. It's only, I think, 4.7%, mm. so very sessionable, and it, it worked out well, and it, it was a really good turnout for it and feedback so but it was one of those beers that i think by the third batch i had it dialed in right where i wanted it and it's been you know knock on wood very consistent with what i've been doing Mm. and sort of ease free which is you know taking a lot of stress off of me yeah yeah because sometimes (laughs) you know i'll wake up in the middle of the night i'm like oh did i shut this valve did i I had a hop just stupid stuff i'm like that's (laughs) the same thing with me though i can't do it my anxiety i have such bad anxiety yeah i wouldn't i would be (laughs) having to turn my car around at, at, at midnight and drive into the brewery just to check to make sure i touch that valve you know yeah, what i mean yeah and then i'll take a picture of it to make sure i you know to tell Your myself later mind, yep. yep like i did it man that's crazy i i i couldn't do it uh and, and so um i i didn't i didn't mean to interrupt you uh oh, no, you're good. uh but uh so you got it it's nice and dark but it, it's nice and sessionable too what a uh, little roasted character I'm still getting into being able to break down flavor in a beer. Um, what else? How else would you describe this? I mean, it's very light. I do get some subtle, like, coffee, chocolate character yeah. in it. There's there's definitely some, like, noble German hops in there, but it's on a light side, almost a little woodsy. Mm-hmm. But I think it all goes together really well. It's nice and dry still, so it's not, like, super big body sweetness or malt bomb or anything like that. Um, we just won a gold medal for it at the Ohio Brewers Cup. Oh, nice. Which I was super stoked about. It was, I guess, the the biggest category, too, that they had. Oh, really? Yeah. It wow. was like 20-plus entries, all nice. Ohio beers, so very proud of that. That Yeah, that's a great achievement, man. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, the, was that the first time they've done the Craft Brewers Cup here? Yes, yeah, the first one. Because I know a few other states have it. Yeah. So I, I'm happy that they did that for Ohio, just because it... You know, people from out of state, I'm hoping they come in now and they'll see our name maybe and be yeah. like, oh, well, we should try this brewery. Absolutely. And hopefully, uh, you know, the 
the Indians down the street will help give uh, give us a little bit more attention here in Cleveland, and I people hope will so. be bringing coming in and come October. Uh, I hope, yeah, yeah, absolutely. That'd be that'd be really nice. Um, yeah. and, and are you you from here originally? I'm from Middlefield, Ohio. Middle, okay, and what brought you up here? I just going to Cleveland State University. Cleveland. Okay, but the reason I went to Cleveland State was I wanted that complete change in oh, diversity, yeah. and you know, Middlefield. The sign going into it is fourth largest Amish settlement. So I, <laughs> my last name being yeah. Miller, everyone's yeah. always like, are you Amish? And right. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm not. Just <laughs> misfortune. <laughs> just, just, just born in that area. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I, I, my family is from LaGrange out in Lorraine County, out okay. in a little bit of the sticks as well. And I, I went to college down in Orlando. So it was a huge, Ooh, yeah. huge dynamic yeah. shift. Uh, and then I lived in LA for five years. So oh, I was cool. like, I, Get a, and then came back. I, you always find yourself back. I, I found in with Cleveland. Yeah, definitely. and uh, it, we're we're really lucky now with the craft beer scene oh, yeah. to be you ton know, of breweries, a ton everywhere. of breweries, and you know, like I said in the first episode, it gives you a chance to get out and try places. And beer tourism is a real thing that people don't oh, yeah, realize. Yeah. Is like there's a huge industry like around this. It's really mm-hmm. cool. I mean, even before I was like really commercial brewing every time on vacation i'm like is there a brewery nearby yeah. i gotta try the local beer right. and see how it is and it's cool because i i was in indianapolis not too long ago and you notice going to all the breweries that pretty much everyone had a vienna lager and oh, you're just really? thinking like huh that that you know geographical location whatever right. it is about it people are really liking that style of beer i guess a great style it is a great style. So it's cool just to see like different sections of the world and what they're going for and what they're drinking and liking. Absolutely. Uh, and, and coming back here, you guys uh, were sitting right outside the, the barrel house right here. What uh, You guys use a 15-barrel system, is that correct? So it's 10 hectoliters, okay. which is roughly eight and a half barrels. Eight and a half barrels. Okay. Yeah. And uh, what's been kind of the challenges and the the peaks i guess of using a system like this um it's a very quirky system i'll say that so when i give the you know my little spiel on a brew tour i uh i'll say my frustrations with it but Mm -hmm. as well you know things i'm grateful for right but first thing you notice because you see all the fermenters from the window in the dining hall there's no conical fermenters so it's a little different they're a little bit more stout so I think the fermentation's a little bit different, but it's also hard to, you know, reharvest yeast and stuff like that. So I do a lot of fresh pitch, which can add up, but I think it's proven to do well. Mm-hmm. Um, just have very viable, healthy yeast. Um, trying to think what else. It's nice to have a whirlpool kettle. This is the first brewery I've had worked at that had a whirlpool kettle. It's kind of nice having that second hot break, and that's when I add all my infusions, like fruit, mm-hmm. like so our. Uh, blueberry goza mr meeseeks i add the blueberry puree in that just so it sort of you know pasteurizes it but also right during fermentation Mm -hmm. before transfer and everything but i'm brewing a wet hot beer coming up soon it's our cuyahoga common it's a sort of style that me and carl from brick and barrel and steve at great lakes sort of created oh nice and it's a wet hot beer but I'll add all of the, you know, at least 40 pounds of fresh hops picked the morning of in the Whirlpool kettle. Sort of just fishing line, Ooh. string them all in there. So, and I let them steep for quite a while. Oh, man, that sounds like it's going to be pretty tasty. It is. It's, uh, it's a very tasty 
style that we came up with, I guess. But yeah, it's it's interesting too. You know, like sort of amber in color, lager, wet hot beer, just to make it a seasonal. So it's mm-hmm. very unique for this area. And we had a little bit of smoked malt. At first, Ooh. it was a joke because it's like, oh yeah, the the river catching on fire. Yeah, yeah, That's right. funny. And then we we tried it and we're like, this is really good actually. Yeah, it's just like a tiny amount of smoke, so you wouldn't really like pick it up and be like, oh, this is smoked yeah. beer. But it just adds this interesting earthy complexity with the fresh hops. It's very unique. Yeah. What's been uh, one of your favorite uh, adjuncts to kind of play with in a beer? Um, I really like rye. So I had a lot of rye in different beers. I was on a rye kick last year where I, yeah. I did a you know, Rogan beer, and that's a 50% rye beer at least. It was it was a, a rough brew day for me. It was very sticky mash and long <laughs> day, but it was worth it. It was a fun beer to make. Um, I do a lot of wheat beers too. I mean, with the half of Eisen. Um, and then our Winzig house beer has a little bit of wheat in it as well. That's a smoke sour historic beer, which is a Lichtenhauer. Okay over year rounds and uh i don't know i i try and mix it up and you know try and not get in a slump of only doing one thing or not right. doing something um uh, this is the kvass right uh I, yes yeah. um this is something relatively new to this area yeah <clears throat> um i i remember reading the story about when this was coming out uh, I've not had one of these before, so this is going to be interesting. What, tell the people a little bit. We were talking a little bit before about it. What is uh, – am I pronouncing it right? Kavas? I believe so, yeah. Okay. I don't know how to <laughs> – Maybe I'm pronouncing uh, it wrong. It's <laughs> Russian. So. Uh, yeah. Uh, but tell the people a little bit about this style because it's a unique style. Um, yeah, it's very unique. So I would say a traditional kvass is you know a historic Russian beer that's typically just near stale rye bread boiled and then fermented Hmm. however this is a collab i did with terrestrial and we took a more modern approach so there is a mash to it there's a little bit of pilsner a little bit of rye but you know being here at hanzo we have the import store and it's also a deli and they have a bunch of bread and everything so i told her to save up on all this bread it wasn't really stale but just give me all your rye bread pretty much and we just took all of this bread and threw it in the mash in addition to it. And it does add kind of like a bready character and a lot of rye yeah, going on. This is, it's interesting. Um, I don't know I don't know how to compare what to compare it to or really like it's yeah, the first time I've yeah. had this style, so breaking it down is 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 gonna be difficult for me only because I have I don't have anything to compare it to. Yeah. So typically it's like like half a percent up to two percent and you could get it like in vending machines over there kids can drink it it's super low alcohol ours is 2.9 it's still low but maybe imperial version i guess (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome um fantastic i didn't know if i was gonna like it or not it's very sessionable i mean yeah it's it goes down pretty easy i think it's kind of it has some sweetness some body to it but I don't know. It's palatable, I think. Yeah, it's a complete opposite end of the spectrum from the from the Black Flag. Oh yeah. Um, and Black Flag. What would you say? You know, going back to the menu a little bit, um, would be something that would uh, pair nicely. Um. So darker beer. I I think it would work pretty well with. We have these um, uh, like lamb medallion 
things mm. that we Ooh. sell and uh, just that grilled little bit more gamey meat. I think it works yeah. really well with that. And the sauce they have is really nice, too. Oh, that would that sounds delicious. Yeah. Uh, man, you're making me hungry now. Hey, man. <laughs> At least hey, man, I got the beer some. in front of me. Um <laughs> So what what you know you've you've won a couple awards for the uh, you won the award for the um, the Shores beer and everything and what do you what do you, uh, future plans what do you think uh, your the future for Hansa right now you got anything uh, kind of coming up on the horizon that uh, you mean like beer beer wise event uh, wise well Oktoberfest is coming up in Berea Ooh, and that's nice. going to be very big for us I mean it's catering right to our target audience absolutely you know? and i'm it's i'm hoping that time of year man oh yeah i love fall that's my favorite yeah. season so i think our Oktoberfest is in the tank it's ready to go we're going nice. to release it at the event next thursday nice. so i'm very excited about that we're gonna we're also bringing this imperial berliner vice we did as a collaboration with the snobs homebrew club oh nice what i want to do is i'm going to add some woodruff syrup to it oh so it's going to be like green in appearance okay because typically a berliner vice sometimes it was too sour for people so they'd okay. add a raspberry syrup to sweeten it up or a woodruff syrup so i'm going to add this just in the keg and just pour yeah. it out i'm hoping it'll be eye-catching and different yeah but that still authentic really cool. german so it'll be it'll be fun beer to release then and oh yeah try it at least so but uh i don't know i I have a lot of beers i want to try and do but it's all about tap space and tank space and what i can and you know try and manage because i'm 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 brewing black flag tomorrow and i said i was triple batch and colish next week i'm just trying to keep up with some of our year rounds that the summer has been extremely busy for us and we've been flying through beer which is awesome um, but yeah, I just have to play catch up right now. So yeah. I'm, I, I feel like I go in cycles of brewing all our year round beers to get caught back up. And then like, oh, I have this free time and tank space. I could brew the seasonals and one offs and stuff like <laughs> yeah. that. And right now I'm just in that brewing our year round beers cycle. Yeah. Is uh, Oktoberfest season one of your favorite seasonals to brew? What, like if you had to do it, pick a seasonal favorite to brew. It's it's definitely up there. Again, yeah. I love fall and Oktoberfest. It was one of the early craft beers I got into as well. It's it's a good uh, gateway beer, I guess right. you could say. It's, it really is. I I originally I, one of my first one was a Vienna Lager, mm-hmm. and roughly the same family. And really, I love malt. Yeah. And so if that's one of my just absolute favorite styles, and so uh, still it, clean beer, yeah, and, and not too heavy, drinking. you know. Yeah. People complain. I've heard of people, a couple of people complain about how early some of them are coming out and stuff. And it's like, it's not like it's, you don't need it to be 45 degrees out to have a fest beer. You no. know what I mean? Like, it's still a good style to have out. Well, I mean, in Germany, Oktoberfest is like mid September. Right. So if you're starting at September, that's not that early. Right. Exactly. And that's what I th- think some people forget is is when Oktoberfests actually take place Yeah, is a little bit earlier. They're not actually in October. Mm -hmm. Gee, I wonder, let's go geographic here. Let's see what happens in October sometimes in this area. Mm -hmm. We could probably get some snow. (laughs) It's possible. Anything is, I'd say, here in Northeast Ohio. Especially in October. You never know. It could go... 70 degrees one day and 10 feet of snow the next. Yep. That's always the, the fun the fun part. Uh, anything else you want to get out about the, the black flag that I might have uh, that I might have missed? Um, I don't think so. I cool. Just the fact that it's one of our year-round beers, and I think it's delicious. I hope people come in and try it. It's, it's one beer that we, we push a lot, and 
it's been well received, which I'm thankful for. Absolutely. And uh, get out here and try it. And uh, thank you, Corey, for your time. And tune in next week for another all new episode. Have a good one.